Hello, hello, hello. The bell has rung, and welcome once again to the Dr. Digital Podcast. Another great episode coming your way. Thanks for listening in. Let's get started. October 1958, three college students from universities in California recorded for Capitol Records a song entitled Tom Dooley. The group called itself the Kingstone Kingston Trio. The song told in simple lyrics and solemn melody of the impending execution of an unfortunate man who had killed his sweetheart. The song was enormously successful. It rapidly became the number one best-selling record in the country and remained among the top 100 recordings for 21 weeks. The song launched the young performance on a career of enviable and long-lasting success. More importantly, the success of Tom Dooley began what would soon be called a folk revival. In retrospect, it was difficult to see the thread that binds the Kingston Trio to the full-blown protest music of Bob Dylan, Phil Oaks and Pete Seeger in the mid-1960s. The trio was clean-cut in both appearance and in artistry. They sang a polished song which relied on traditional sources, innocuously delivered and intentionally made palatable to contemporary urban audience. By contrast, Dylan and his contemporaries were unconventional in appearance and performed songs that were predominantly original and personal and whose subject matter was an assault to traditions in terms of content and delivery. Even Joan Baez's lyric soprano voice had a distinction and individuality that Kingston Trio harmonies could produce. Part of the thread that connects Kingston Trio and its many imitators to the outlaw music of later folk singers is that Tom Dooley and songs like it developed in audiences, especially young ones, an ear for the topical song. Topical songs, many centuries old and found in all cultures, tell a story or express a personal emotion in direct lyrics. They are individual rather than stylized, unique rather than formulaic. With the growing popularity of topical music, such individual expression became increasingly experimental, continually daring, and overtly reflective of the social and political issues of the day, most notably civil rights and the threat of nuclear war. More than any time in recent decades, both art and politics became instruments of personal fulfillment, avenues to authentic existence, and there enters... Peter, Paul, and Mary, If I Had a Hammer, written by Pete Singer, Seeger, and also performed at the March on Washington. So, If I Had a Hammer really came from Pete Seeger, and Seeger was an American folk singer and social activist, a fixture on nationwide radio in the 1940s. He also had a string of hit records during the early 1950s as a member of the Weavers, most notably the recording of Lead Belly's Goodnight Irene. Members of the Weavers were blacklisted during the McCarthy era, in the 1960s, Seeger reemerged in the public scene as a prominent singer of protest music in support of civil rights. And this is where Peter, Paul, and Mary come in. How do you take those individual strains, clean-cut social protest and messaging that would balance between the left-wing, left-leaning Bob Dylan and the clean-cut 
Kingston Trio. Peter, Paul, and Mary right in between. Seeger, picking up from his songwriting, his best-known songs include the co-written Where Have All the Flowers Gone and If I Had a Hammer, the Hammer song, and Turn, Turn, Turn. Flowers was a hit recording for the Kingston Trio, 1962. Marlena Dietrich, who recorded it in English, German, and French, 1962. And Johnny Rivers, 1965. If I Had a Hammer was a hit for Peter, Paul, and Mary in 1962. And Trini Lopez, 63. Well, the Birds had a number one hit with Turn, Turn, Turn in 1965. Peter, Paul, and Mary's American folk group formed in New York City in 61 during the American folk music revival phenomenon, composed of tenor Peter Yarrow, baritone Noel Paul Stuckey, and alto Mary Travers. Groups include songs by all the leading social protest singers of the day. This is Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. Mick, as in Jagger, except he's got more money. Mick, the Doctor of Digital, signing off. The Doctor of Digital, like cotton candy for your ears, Deus Volt.